Hi, this is a production of Community Covenant Church in Eagle River, Alaska, where our mission is to bring Christ's hope, healing, and wholeness to our community and to our world. Our service times are 9 and 11 each Sunday morning. Find out more at www.communitycovenant.net. Pastor Mike Alverts. I don't know. There we go. Hey, we have the privilege this morning of sharing uh, not only about VBS, but our high school youth just went. We've been uh, raising money and gathering resources and working together. 41 of us just went to to Tennessee. Uh, uh, We got back a week ago last night. And um, so we're going to have today, we're going to have a time of sharing. There's going to be a video. Uh, We did some, a survey that students responded to. We have some of the responses for that. But what did God do there? Uh, And what is he doing now? And we, I wanted to also pray for youth in our area. So I had the exciting uh, privilege of sharing. We had so many people decide uh, to follow Jesus in different ways during Chick. Um, And we're going to hear more about that this morning. We had people for the first time put their trust in him. And we had people that wanted to get baptized at Chick. And then the director of Chick called me and said, no, (laughs) not going to (laughs) happen. So we needed to happen. So we had three people already be baptized this last week. They just couldn't wait and wanted to do that. And so, and then today we will have, I think there's four more that are going to be baptized. So if you, uh, if we could queue up that video and it'll just give you a little intro and then we'll, we'll take it from there. All right. Well, I wish we could tell, I wish you could be there with us. Uh, it was an absolutely fantastic time. Uh, I, I'm still, my ears might still be ringing every night. They had a DJ as we come in and I don't know if I can get hyped that many times, but the the students just loved the energy and, and then we would, we would worship together and there'd be a message every night. Uh, part of also what happens at Chick there is a time of um, active learning. And so we, we explored what does it mean to develop as a leader. And we looked at our own personalities. And that was really encouraging for a lot of students. How did God make me? And so we had that. And then we also explored what does it mean to serve globally? What's the global story right now? And how do Christians engage with that? So specifically, we looked at refugees. That was one of the things that was an experience what does it feel like to be displaced and maybe on the run? They, they had us, actually had us run from an alarm and, and not have a place to go. It's very, very interesting. Um, then uh, we also looked at uh, making and deepening disciples. And so all of our students were trained in how to share their faith. And, uh, and it was interesting when we did that, telling our own story and the story of God, there was a lot of students that, teared up actually when they talked about what's, what's bad in my life. And then how it goes is what's good in the world, what's bad, and how does Jesus enter into that? And then what do we do together? That's part of the gospel story. And so very, very interesting. So if we could have any of our students, and I think we have four this morning, they're going to share. Let's get the Barnlands and Carly and Clara up here. I have a few more questions to ask them, and they can just tell you. We have one more mic. We're right here. 
I put out a message, wear your chick clothes. Guess who did? Me. So, <laughs> it's okay. So, what, what we're going to do, I'm going to ask a few more questions, and you guys don't have to answer them all, but if you have an answer and you're passionate about it, please share with us. Um, let me look at my first one. What was one of your highlights from Chick? So just what was something that you're going to remember and even something you look back on is like, man, that was such a highlight for me. Um, I guess I'll start. Okay. Okay. Oh. Uh, okay. okay. The first time you speak, please say your names too. So just say, hi, my name is. I'm Carly. Okay. Yeah. Hi, Carly. Um, one of my highlights was probably getting closer with the rest of the youth group because we weren't close before this trip. That's, that's awesome. That's a pretty big deal. We've been working hard as a youth group to try to be more inclusive, and it is really cool to hear that. <coughs> um, I'm Clara. Um, <laughs> my, my highlight was probably understanding what everyone was saying at main stage and telling me how to get closer to God and share my feelings more. I'm Meg, and um, my highlight was definitely like going through the, they called it the refugee journey, and it was basically going through um, the displacement of a refugee, and can I explain like the entire Mm -hmm. thing? So basically, you get in a group of six to ten people, but it has to be an even number, and you look at this card, and it has different rules on it, and usually there's five, so there's multiple multiples of each rule. Um, and so you choose your role, and then you go into another space, and you go under a sign which has, like, either if you're the dad or the mom or, like, the children or whatever... Um, and you go on and you stand under that, and then there's an occupation that you have to do at, like, under the sign. And so you do that, and then you have the siren go off, and basically they herd you into another space. And honestly, like, it was really impactful because you had no idea what the heck you're doing. You're freaking out going, okay, is that an actual alarm or is this planned? Like, it's it made my heart race so fast. And so you get thrown in there and you're running from person to person that's standing at kind of like these like closed off rooms and asking, can I come in? And they'll look at your card and they'll turn you away or they'll take you and then they'll shove. If you have a family member with you that you found and they'll tell them to go and find somebody else. And so you end up in a room with a bunch of random people and they sit you down and they, um, kind of explain like what just happened and then they have you watch a video and for ours um the one that I was in it was a wrapped up it was basically about a girl who had um been taken out of her country and lost her education and couldn't get her education back and that was like it was really impactful to just see that because it made me realize that like here in the U.S. we take especially like teens 
we complain about having to go to school. We complain about having to go and get our education when we think it's just given to us and it's given to us freely, when in reality we are so privileged to have that and to be able to go and get our diplomas and then go and pay some money for college and then you have a set job when these people in other countries are unable to get their education and then find work. So that was probably my biggest takeaway. Yeah, or if they had a country of origin where they were educated and then they go to a new country and it doesn't count. That's that's hard. Uh, I'm I'm Sam. Uh, I'm Meg's brother. Can't can't tell. Um, I kind of had two highlights. Uh, my first highlight um, would probably be the speakers. They had a really uh, diverse set of speakers with diverse um, preaching styles, uh, and just each and every one of them you could relate to on one on you know level one way or another. And then my second highlight would probably be getting, well, almost getting struck by a bolt of lightning. So, Wow, I didn't know about that story, but um, <laughs> that's great. Uh, but Sam's here with us today, and mom and dad, we tried our best. So <laughs> just so you know, I have had nightmares pretty much every night since Chick about trying to get people somewhere our whole group, and they're like usually staying at my house in my dream. And so, anyway. Um, okay, next question. Um, what did you learn new for the first time or something that you were reminded of? Um, probably forgiving people was definitely a big one for me. Wow, that is amazing. Yeah. That's cool. Um... I kind of knew this before we left, but I was, I was like, fading away. But that God would never leave me, and he'd never stop loving me. Mm. And that he's always by my side, no matter what. Right on. For me, it was definitely, like, just pressing in and, like, loving people, no matter what circumstance they're in, because I tend to mm. not do that and just kind of judge the book by its cover. Mm. And then just kind of having that friendly reminder, like, hey, you're the, just like them, so you need to love them, too. <laughs> what, what she said. <laughs> cool. Uh, this question's a little bit similar, but... Um, so just thinking about the overall journey of the week, what did God really want to teach you while you were there? Uh, so that was the message maybe that you were reminded of. But what about what was something that he wanted you to hear and walk in while you were there? Um, probably my same answer, forgiving people. Cause that's a big one for me. Um, probably what I was getting out of Chick was that there's a lot of terrible things outside the world, my world. And I thought I was having like the biggest problems before I went to Chick, but then I found out there's other people in the world. So I think God was trying to tell me that I should go out there and try and help one person at a time or one country at a time. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <Gosh>. Both. Do <laughs> it. That's so awesome. So on Monday night for King and Country, like came out and they did their concert and then they had done a little segment and they were like talking about how like we are priceless in the or like in the yeah like girls were priceless and all this other kind of stuff and I don't know like I tend to not think about that a lot and I just kind of like mm. take myself for granted if that makes sense and yeah 
What was the question again? What was the message God wanted you to walk in and and learn there? Okay. Uh, Probably being supportive of people uh, trying to make changes in their lives. There were a lot of people that definitely made uh, pretty big commitments. And so, you know, know, God told me, you know, hey, you should probably be their cheerleader for that. So, you know, I'm just behind them, waving my pom-poms and saying, you know, go you. That's cool. Thank you, Sam. Uh, all right, so here, here's a real question. Chick was over a week ago. How could we be praying either for you or as you think about your peer group uh, in this area right now? How could we pray in light of what you learned and what you experienced? Uh, we, one of our messages was you receive God's blessing and smile in, in the water of baptism when Jesus was baptized, that this is my son whom I'm well pleased. And then immediately he went into the wilderness and was tested and tempted. So there's a sense of receiving God's smile, but then we don't get to stay in just that place of where all is uh, right and well. We're in a broken world. So we're back there now. (laughs) How can we pray for you or your peer group? And you guys don't have to answer, but if you have something, we would love to do that. We're going to spend some time doing it right after they share. Um, Probably not for me, but some of my friends... um don't have that relationship with God, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to, like, encourage them, I guess you could say. So, like, yeah. So we could pray for, you want to be a message bearer yeah, and an encourager to people that don't have a relationship with God. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Something like she said, um, my friends, or our friends, kind of are they're not I don't know if they're believers or not but they're not haters I guess I don't know <laughs> they um they love me for no matter what I do mm-hmm. um I try to encourage them to try to encourage one to come to church um I don't think others would come even though so like come trying to make them come here or not make them to be but <laughs> I don't know. Next. Okay. Thanks. Um, probably I'm actually kind of trying to get out of the peer group I'm in just because, like, I'm realizing how toxic it is and how much I can't share my faith because it's very, like, oh, you know, like, we don't talk about that here. And at least that's how it is at school. So just kind of, like, finding that peer group where I fit. Uh, how you could pray for me would probably be uh, pray for courage to follow through on decisions that I've made uh, to give sort of um, some bite to my bark. Okay, that's good. So, church, can we take a moment and pray for these things? Um, Father, you, uh, you're so good to us. You'll do extravagant things for us to hear, to see, to trust you. Uh, And you'll do small things too. And I I thank you for each of these four, uh, your daughters and your son, that you love and you call by name. And I I hear uh, the desire to be your witness to their friends that they love. 
that they know that life is found in you and that their friends are searching for a way for life. God, we pray for eyes that see your beauty and your goodness. And I pray for hands that serve and, and a mouth that speaks good and truth and uh, hearts that love. Lord, we also lift up Meg and the reality of high school peer groups um, where there's, uh, it's relentless in trying to fit in and perhaps even tear each other down if you stand out. And so, God, I pray for her to find a, a place that feels like home where she could be herself and, and just flourish and, uh, and be a blessing to those around her. Uh, lastly, we pray for Sam, God, that you would give him courage to follow through on the decisions he's made. A lot of us made decisions, Lord, and now there's this time where we need you to walk with us through some of the, the hard ground of uh, breaking up places that have been dead in our lives so that you can bring them to life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So lastly, if any of you are willing, what life decisions did you make uh, that you're willing to share in front of the crew? This is our last question, so. Um, well, I don't remember which speaker it was, but one of them asked us to stand up if you're willing to give yourself to Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then um, I stood up, and then later today at 2, I've decided to be re-baptized. Okay. Because, yeah. All right. Something like what she just said, but um, at Chick, I thought or felt like I got closer to God. And I wanted to get baptized at Chick because it made such a big impact into my life. So, but then they said we couldn't. And then kind of made me mad, but it's okay, I guess, since we're doing it today. Um, but getting closer to God was a bigger impact in my life than I could have imagined. So, yeah. Can I just share? I don't, I don't want to embarrass you guys, but it was, it was a time when they asked anyone who wanted to put their trust in Jesus um, to stand up, and there was like no hesitation from these two and their faith. And I was just bawling. Uh, just, <laughs> it's just amazing because the, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus came to give life. And it was just a moment of, well, take that one, thief. You can't have these two. And there were hundreds in the room. And so... And the power of faith is their faith encouraged others, too, to make decisions. And so it was just really cool how contagious faith is and trust. So that was really huge. Um, I just kind of decided to, like, share my faith more with people and not be so, like, timid and quiet about it and just kind of be open and be bold about it. Um, And I'm looking at ways where I can go into my school and raise money for refugees in other countries which is like, it's going to take a while, but I think it'll all come together. That's awesome, Meg. Uh, For me, what I decided was to participate in more outreach uh, with my faith, you know, like participating with helping in VBS or or volunteering at the downtown soup kitchen, you know, stuff like that, because... Uh, I, I love doing that sort of stuff, but, you know, when I'm at home, you know, just alone, you know, sitting on my phone, I tend to forget that. And so 
um, I really feel God working in and through me when I'm when I'm actively uh, having a mission outward. Amen. That's awesome. You guys can go ahead and have a seat. Let's give them a hand for sharing. takes a lot of courage to share uh, and to share personally, but that's part of the testimony. That's why they didn't want baptism just at Chick. They wanted uh, people to give testimony in their own communities and for you to be a part of baptism uh, because you matter in their stories. In fact, in all the stories, there's a lot of people involved in, in others coming to faith. You know, our VBS kids that were here and in the future, there'll be moments where People will turn and trust God because of the work that you have been doing and loving people and sharing the truth. So my one scripture, if we have Psalm 34, did that get up? Maybe not. Uh, I'm going to read Psalm 34, verses 4 through 10. Just as an encouragement and a little bit of what we experienced at Chick. If you want to turn there with me. Psalm 34, verse 4 through 10. I sought the Lord, and he answered me. I could tell you uh, that every student who sought the Lord at Chick, the Lord answered. It was just, it was incredible to watch. He answered me. (laughs) Even I sought the Lord at Chick. Old man Mike. Um, He delivered me from all my fears. When I think about one of the things that really steers our life is our fears. It's a great indicator of what God wants to do, but they're terrible rudders. They make us turn into things that are really broken, trying to to find peace. When really, uh, it should, my fear should let me look inside and say, all right, God, I'm afraid and I need you. And to turn toward him. He delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. It was beautiful to watch people trust God and renew their trust in him. And they are radiant and it's contagious. This poor man called and the Lord heard him. He saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and he delivers them. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who, who, makes, who takes refuge in him. Fear the Lord, you his saints, for those who fear him lack nothing. The lions may grow weak and hungry, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. So as we think about, it's, it's the message of Chick, but it's also for us, is uh, that God is where life is found. And a lot of us struggled. Uh, what was really encouraging for me as a leader was a lot of the messaging was much in line with where we've been as a youth group. We have talked about how the thief has stolen and killed and destroyed in our own lives, in our communities, in our state. But Jesus has come to give life. And a lot of us, one of the messages was how we take our cup and rather than letting God fill our life, we kind of turn it out and tried to get others to fill it. And this is a lot where youth are. (laughs) It's a lot where you and I are too. It just looks different when we, as we grow. But it's like, tell me who I am. Tell me what I'm worth. 
Tell me that I'm valuable. Tell me what to wear so that you like me. Tell me what music to listen to. Tell me how to talk. And so we, we really are looking and looking and looking for, for life. And we just, we can't find it. It can't be found in those ways. And so the encouragement was to just flip your cup and let God speak to who you are and to rest in that and to trust him. And um, so my, my big encouragement for me was to ask the question, where does the reign of God need to come into my story and into my life? Uh, in my brokenness and in my broken relationships, where does God's reign, where do I need to invite him in so that I can love people that hurt me, so that I could forgive people that have hurt me, so that I could tell the truth? And so I think it's a great question uh, that we got from Chick that might be good for you and I as we, we go forward. So thank you as a church for sending our students. It's not lost on us that you were incredibly generous in taking extorted pink flamingos and <laughs> uh, sending money to extort other friends. Now, we, we, um, we really appreciate all that you did and the parents that sacrificed. Um, it really is a life-changing experience for our students. And so we're very thankful.